Salam Salam from Boulder. This is the Rorschach Ethiopia update from Thursday the 27th of January 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Ethiopia. Ethiopia's president, Saleh Work Zaude, has signed the proclamation for the establishment of the National Dialogue Commission. The commission's aim is to facilitate peaceful dialogues in hope of solving conflicts, like the one in the north, and ease tension in other parts of the country. Zude, who worked in the UN and served as a diplomat before becoming president, said on Thursday, the 20th of January, that she sincerely believes that the commission will have a positive impact on creating a mutual understanding among people and that it will keep the country from disastrous conflicts. She concluded by saying that she was working with these kinds of commissions and she has seen firsthand their results. And because of that, she trusts this process and its effectiveness. The United Kingdom's African Affairs Minister, Vicky Ford, came over to Ethiopia this past week and met with the Prime Minister, Dr. Abiy Ahmed. Ford told Abiy that the UK is concerned about the ongoing conflict in the North and that she hopes that peace will prevail. She also said that the UK welcomes the release of political prisoners and national dialogue. The British minister also had a talk with the Minister of Finance, Ahmed Shide, and the Deputy Minister of Foreign Affairs Ambassador, Redwan Hussein. Last week, we told you about how the Ethiopian government sued the World Health Organization, or WHO's, Director General, Dr. Tedros Adhanom. However, on Monday the 24th, the WHO's management board denied their request for a probe and said that it will not look into the case. The chairman of the board, Patrick Ama, said that the issue is complicated, that it has political implications, and is not within the framework of the organization. The management board came to this decision at a meeting in Geneva, Switzerland, and as luck would have it, the meeting was first called to discuss the nomination of Dr. Tedros for a second term as the director general. Twitter has revealed on Friday the 21st that it has barred accounts that violated its laws relating to the conflict in northern Ethiopia. Even though the company did not say exactly how many were blocked, the accounts of hundreds of Tigray People's Liberation Front, or TPLF, supporters were suspended. The social media giant said that the accounts were blocked because of suspicious activities. They also said they wanted to maintain a secure environment for discussion on the conflict. The company concluded by saying that they are independent of political and ideological influence. The International Red Cross Committee, or ICRC, says that it's concerned about the shortages of medical supplies at hospitals in the Afar Amhara and Tigray regions. The ICRC's coordinator of Ethiopia, Apollo Barasa, added that disposable items like gloves and masks are being washed and used again. To make things worse, many hospitals in these regions have been damaged due to the conflict in the north. The ICRC's representative in Afar and Amhara regions, Micah Wittekind, said that some hospitals are closing as they are running out of medicines and that some women are giving birth at home because there's neither electricity nor water in the hospitals. Just like the ICRC, other international organizations are also lending a helping hand. The Food and Agriculture Organization announced that it will make a donation worth 140 million U.S. dollars. The donation is directed to drought-stricken parts of the Horn of Africa, in which the Somali region of Ethiopia is included. The region's president, Mustafa Mohamed, had a discussion with the World Food Program's East Africa director, Michael Dunford, on Saturday the 22nd, about the drought and focused on the importance of increasing food supply. The number of new COVID cases continued its downward spiral this past week as well, 
New cases went down from close to 7,000 the previous week to less than 3,000 this past week. Sudan's Transitional Sovereignty Council Deputy Chairman General arrived in Addis this past week on Saturday the 22nd. He was welcomed by the Minister of Defense, Dr. Abraham Bele, and the National Intelligence Service Director, Temeskin Terune. He said that he also met with the Prime Minister. On the second day of his visit, the Minister of Defense announced that Ethiopia and Sudan have agreed to work together closely on bilateral issues. This was followed by the release of 25 Sudanese convicts imprisoned in Ethiopia. The deputy chairman returned to Sudan the same day. A fire broke out in Addis around the area called Atlas this past week on Thursday afternoon, the 20th of January. Firefighters controlled the inferno and eventually it died down. Fortunately, no one was injured. However, according to the Addis Ababa Fire and Disaster Risk Management Commission, the fire destroyed 2.5 million burr worth of property, which is around 50,000 US dollars. Still, the firefighter's effort has saved property worth 50 million burr or 1 million US dollars. Putting out the fire took a lot. Eight hours, 119 personnel, 14 fire trucks, two ambulances, and 142,000 liters of water. The reason why the fire broke out in the first place is still not known. Kenyan telecommunication company Safaricom will spend about 300 million US dollars in Ethiopia in 2022. The company's managing director in Ethiopia, Anwar Sousa, said this past week that the company has already built its first data center in the country for 100 million US dollars. The director said that the company will officially start providing its services in the next few months. The Ethiopian Commercial Bank has also completed its construction of its headquarters. It took seven years and almost 8 billion burr or 161 million US dollars to put up the building. The skyscraper, which has about 48 floors, is now the tallest building in East Africa. It sits gracefully at the heart of the capital, just a few meters walk away from the National Theater. The bank said that it will soon notify the date of the inauguration of this gigantic tower. The government plans to build another skyscraper now, as the Ethiopian Electric Utility revealed a project for the brand new head office on Saturday the 22nd. The new 36th floor building will be built on 4,500 square meters of land. The general manager of the Ethiopian Electric Utility, Shifera Talila, said that the construction will be completed in the next four years. The current head office is located in the middle of the city, in the Piazza area. It was built in 1956 for just 300,000 burr. And a fun fact, it was the first building in Ethiopia with an elevator. And to close this week's update, we've got some entertaining news. The movie Achebuche Bullet, which literally means clap for him, premiered on Monday the 24th of January at the Hyatt Regency Hotel. The film is set in recently war-stricken city Desi. The director of the movie, Juan Wilson Mola, said that all the proceeds from the premiere are going to be donated to rebuild schools in Desi, which were destroyed during the conflict. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. We shared the top stories of this week of Ethiopia. Now it's your turn to spread the word about these updates. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at Rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Rorschach Ethiopia. Ciao.